Greetings and welcome to EHA Unplugged, the official podcast channel of the European Hematology Association, EHA. Hi, my name is Wilson Lim. I'm a medical writer in EHA. Today we'll be speaking to Professor Tarek. Uh, and uh, can you introduce yourself? Yes, thank you very much for inviting me to this interview. So, my name is Tarek Nagarelli. I'm a hematologist in Oslo in Denmark. I'm also a member of the DEI task force of EHA. So, um, for those who are unfamiliar with DEI, can you give us a short explanation on what it is? So, so DEI is the focus on diversity, equity and inclusion, meaning that as a cross-country organization uh, in a very global world, EHA should also strive to be diverse and inclusive in its uh, strategies. And the equity is is about ensuring that everyone has the same chance and opportunity to contribute to EHA, meaning also that if you are from areas of Europe or countries or institutions that are maybe less privileged, maybe there are areas that need more support in achieving the same thing as more well-established institutions. So you've recently written a paper on DEI, am I, am I right? Can yes. you explain more about the paper? Yeah, so this was an idea that came out of the DEI work with our task force and, uh, and the DEI task force was mainly focused on um, ensuring the DEI principles was applied to the EHA as an organization and its members, but we also realized that the DEI is also critical in our research activities um, and to have a focus on DEI and research activities mean that and we ensure that, for example, the patients in trials are diverse and that we have or provide a good opportunities for all patients to participate in research and that we promote research not only in the largest academic institutions but also smaller institutions uh, across Europe and this is important and we work on this because in today's environment with uh, new treatments to patients we also know that many new treatments many treatment options are actually coming from being enrolled in clinical trials and if we don't promote uh, like uh, more uh, diversity and inclusion and equity in clinical trials then we also create uh, potential unequal access to medicine for patients and to research in general and it's also important from another perspective is that, that if we, if we are better at promoting research activities and involve engagement in research, research activities um, in, the, in the whole Europe, then um, we also will ensure that, for example, new knowledge will spread more easily in all corners because a lot of like being up to date with things is actually coming from being very involved in a research area. Mm -hmm. um, so it's also about ensuring that everyone has access to knowledge and has access to a network where you can get the knowledge um, about different things in hematology. Okay, so um, um, you said that the main goal is to create a more of an inclusive uh, environment in research. Is that right? Yeah, the main goal of the paper, yes, that was to put a focus on that this is a very important aspect of our work that we also remember to promote the DEI principles in our research. So by uh, putting emphasis on research, how, how 
does that then reflect in better, better disease management or better patient care? Well, I think it, 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 it affects this on several levels. So the first level is that just by being inclusive in research, as I said, ensures that knowledge is spread more easily, that everyone has access to the same knowledge. But eventually the research will also be better because if you ensure that, for example, patients enrolled in trials or, or your basic research are more diverse, then it also means that whatever results comes out of this will be more reflecting, uh, for example, treatment effects in, in the whole society and not just a very homogeneous subgroup. And this is particularly important when you, for example, looking at gender differences in pharmacokinetics of new drugs or looking at age-related differences or looking at ethnic differences. And there can be a lot of things where we're ensuring that, that a population in research is not homogeneous but is really as heterogeneous as, as society is, is, is really would be directly beneficial for the research but also in the, for the end user which are the patients. And so that directly reflects the point you made in your paper where you want to encourage for few exclusion criteria in clinical uh, trials. Yeah, or, or we're not advocating for too few exclusion inclusion criteria, but just uh, emphasizing that you have to be mindful of the effect that these criteria will have. But of course, you have to still ensure patient safety in a trial. But there are a lot of like. Uh, in an exclusion criteria that can seem almost like a ritual thing today and, and we have to be more mindful when we put them like put the age limit, why do we put this age limit? Yeah. Why do we exclude patients with this organ dysfunction? Why do we exclude patients with HIV and if it doesn't have if it doesn't have any like direct safety meaning then we should reconsider and saying like yeah of course patient patients with HIV can also be in this trial because outside the trial they are treated similar as all other patients if they're well, well managed. So I think that's a really important point for, for our listeners to know as well because, uh, um, like you said, the uh, criteria for clinical trials are getting stricter and stricter and it does not reflect the homogeneous population that we have outside. Um, and you also mentioned that patient engagement is important yeah. uh, and uh, reflects patient diversity and not, of, not many of our listeners also realise this or our scientists and researchers in our field. So I think that's, uh, that's really good. Yeah. And, um, and you also wrote that DEI is the, uh, simply the right thing to do. And, um, and I find this phrase very interesting. Um, how can we, uh, what are the next plan and the next uh, steps uh, from what you've established now to, to forward, uh, to, to make it more inclusive and more diversity? What's the future plan? Is there any upcoming plans? Uh, you mean for the research or to increase the uh, awareness in hematology patient care? Well, I think what we did with the paper was to raise an awareness uh, of this, and then I think future plans should include uh, looking more into what in an exclusion criteria means to a trial population. This is something we are looking in the, in my institution. It should also be getting a much more. Um, strong overview of how inclusive trials actually are in Europe, where do trials include, uh, the trial populations, the ethnicity in trials and things like this. And this is actually something when we did this paper that we realized there's not much data on this from Europe. Uh, there's a lot of data on this from 
um, from the US where it has been uh, focused for a much longer time. But in Europe, it seems like it's, it's really a positive data reflecting how things are actually going. And I think this is the first step. If you want to change things, you need to know how big is the problem. And um, are there any uh, steps to gather more data? Uh, not, not at this point, there's not any concrete steps other than this is definitely something that I personally want to pursue at one point. Uh, cool. Thank you so much. Uh,